Hello, and welcome to the Six Figure Photographer Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Today, we had sun here in Western Pennsylvania. My husband texted me. He left earlier than I did, and I woke up to, the sun's out, and I like raced out of bed and couldn't wait to feel the sunshine on my face. It's been a few days. I've spent the last 15 years in Southern California, and I've taken the sun for granted, so... So yeah, that really did my soul a lot of good today. So Monday or Tuesday is when I will be posting the primary meat and potatoes episode of the podcast, but I like to give my intuition a little bit of room for a second podcast that I will include at the end of the week. Now, the second podcast might not always happen due to my schedule, but I definitely want to make room and leave space for that to happen. Just a few thoughts of mine continued from the last episode I did on the Stanley trend. And don't worry, this episode is not about Stanleys. It's about money mindset and how our limiting beliefs about money can get in the way of our business. I saw a Stanley-related post that said, If you want that Stanley cup, girl, buy that cup. If you want that Louis bag, buy that bag. If you want anything you can afford, girl, get it. People are far too comfortable voicing their opinions on how others spend their money. This, all from a small business owner. Projecting your money mindset or your conditioned thoughts about money on how others spend their money is a dangerous trap. I've seen far too many photographers and other entrepreneurs project their money mindset onto their clients. It's like we subconsciously believe everyone must have the same bank account, the same spending habits and beliefs, the same profit margins, the same flow of money as we do. But that's simply not true. Yes, some people make less than you may make, or maybe they make the same, but there are plenty of people, yes, in this market, who make plenty of money to purchase the things they desire and they value. There are photographers making five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars in session sales right now. And they are not special unicorns, some rare breed that have something you don't have. Well, that's not entirely true. Often they simply have some strategies coupled with the belief that it's possible. The belief that it's possible. Now, hold on to that for a moment. I'm going to come back to that in a few minutes. My point is they're not born with some special sales gene. And if you don't have it, well, then you're screwed. Sales is a skill. Anyone can learn it. Why does it matter if you project your limited money mindset and blocks onto your clients? Well, this is where things can get sticky. When you assume your clients have the same money to spend as you do, or assume they are hit by the current market in the same way that you are, then you will speak to them as if that's true in your marketing. Let me explain. I'm not sure if I'm being clear enough. You will speak to potential clients in your marketing the same way you need to be spoken to in order to make a purchase. Maybe you need a lot of convincing and hand-holding. Maybe you wait until the very last minute to purchase. 
Maybe you need a lot of bonuses or freebies thrown in. When you assume the only people out there who will buy your photography sessions are $250 sessions, that's exactly who you will speak to in your marketing. And this is important. The messaging in our marketing are the words we use to speak to our potential clients about our products and services. Our messaging is why they should buy and buy from you. If you believe all that's out there are $250 sessions, your messaging will reflect that belief. You will be speaking to potential clients as if that's all they can afford, and in doing so, attract in clients who can only afford or value $250 sessions. Who you speak to in your messaging is who will answer you back. A personal example. So I am currently in the market for a full branding session with a local photographer, not a headshot session or a branding mini session where you get like one look with a limited time slot. I want the full experience and a plethora of jaw-dropping images that showcase my brand and a few of my curves. If I saw an ad or promotion for a full branding session for $250, I'd keep scrolling if I even noticed at all. No hate, no shade, but they are not speaking to me at that price. You see, I value this session because I value the result it will give me. Not only will I feel good seeing the images of me looking my best, but I know the images will be an asset to my business as I build my brand, the six-figure photographer, and then my newest brand, the six-figure photographer coach, which launches soon. Remember what I said in the last episode. It's not about how much money people have per se. It's about what they value and how they want to feel when they buy. I know the value I have for my future branding session, and I can already feel in my body how it will feel to experience it. And I'm willing to invest. I'm not playing around with no $250 session that's going to give me $250 results. I want a photographer who knows their worth, who's showing up fully in their business, because that is how I'm showing up in mine. Don't misunderstand me. I am not advocating for charging a high price just because. There's a lot of nuance there, and I hope to go into more detail in a future episode about intuitive pricing. When you assume all that's out there for you are lower-priced sessions, that puts you into the position of trying to convince people to book you. And as I've mentioned several times in past episodes, convincing energy ain't it. In fact, the photographer that I'm probably going to go with for my branding session she was actually tagged by another photographer because I posted on Facebook, hey, I have this need, help me. This photographer responded back. She was very kind. She was very nice. And then she left a link to book a discovery call with her. There was no convincing. Actually, what convinced me was having the space to go to her website and her images did the convincing for me and the messaging on the website. It spoke my language. 
when you speak to lower priced clients because you think that's all that's out there, you completely ignore clients who desire a higher priced photography experience. Because again, you're not believing that they even exist or you think they're hard to come by. Are you starting to see it's your belief, your mindset that's setting you up to get the result that only reinforces your limiting beliefs? You are not speaking to them in your marketing, so therefore, they are not answering you. Now, I'm going to say something a little bit spicy. Your current pricing is a reflection of your current beliefs. It's not the market. It's not the algorithm. It's you. It's your beliefs that are dictating how you show up and how you market to people. And a bit of a disclaimer. I do acknowledge there are photographers who are making six figures or more doing low price sales. I absolutely commend this and want to note that this is different than what I'm speaking about above because this is an intentional sales strategy. It's usually higher volume, lower price. This isn't a decision based on scarcity. Scarcity, by the way, makes a horrible business advisor which takes me back to the belief that it's possible. When we hold the belief that it's possible, we open ourselves up to possibilities that we weren't even aware were available. Now, I'm not talking about woo, but you can go there if you want. I'm talking about neuroscience. We have this part of our brain called the reticular activating system. I'm going to call it the RAS because, well, it's easier. Many people assume the RAS is simply a filter. After all, we have so much information and stimuli coming at us, our systems would be overloaded if we were consciously aware of it all. It's estimated our conscious mind can only handle about 100 pieces of information per second. Imagine being consciously aware of everything coming through your five senses. Every hair is attached to a nerve. Can you imagine always being aware of that? But the RAS isn't merely a filter, it's a gate. Think Gandalf in his famous line, you cannot pass, it's that kind of gate. It can also be thought of like your algorithm. It will allow into our conscious awareness what lines up with our beliefs. So what are you believing? When you open up a newspaper, if it were like 1997, I guess, but my point is your RAS would scan the entire page of the newspaper in milliseconds and only bring your, to your awareness what you are programmed to want to know. I could do a whole teaching on the RAS, and I have in one of my older online courses. It's fascinating, and once you understand it, you can use it as an asset. Remember how I mentioned earlier about making successful people special unicorns? When we do that, we immediately tell the brain, oh, that's not for you. So don't even look or be open to the possibilities that prove otherwise. We immediately block ourselves off for more. And then we continue to get what we have always got. And then we get pissed off and we blame the algorithm. I'm going a little long here. But when you set into your RAS that you hold the belief that higher sales, higher price points, higher valued clients are possible for you, then you will begin to see opportunities confirming that belief all around you. 
also known as confirmation bias, which most people talk about in a negative way, but it too can be used for your benefit. Some questions. How is your relationship with money? What are your current beliefs about rich people? Do you believe you are a sitting target for things like the market or the algorithm, or are you open to the idea that your mindset and your messaging may need some fine-tuning? Are you open to the possibility of clients who spend money in a different way or a higher level than you? If so, who would you need to become to hold that belief? I'll let that last question marinate for a moment. Now, full disclosure, this podcast is called The Six Figure Photographer for a reason. This is not a podcast where I will be convincing photographers who struggle to uphold the basics of business or show up in their business. This is not for the photographer who clings to the belief that they are like a leaf in the wind tossed around because of what the circumstance of their life is doing or not doing. I'm speaking to the overcomers, not speaking to perfection because that doesn't exist. But your life can be falling apart and you could still raise your hand to the sky and say, I will rise. The messaging of this podcast will be for those who are already showing up and wanting to reach the next level. That next level doesn't necessarily mean six figures, but those who are ready to get out of their own way and step into their full CEO identity and start making the kind of impact and income that changes the trajectory of their family. Today's episode was brought to you by my intuition, and I felt led to bring this message to you here today. Everyone is welcome here, always, but I will be speaking to the power in you, not to the victim. To do otherwise would be doing you a disservice, and I will not partner with anyone in their smallness. You were created for greatness. You were created for bigness. Take up that space, baby girl. Whether you are a size 2 or a size 22, take up that space. My next episode will be an interview with an inspiring six-figure celebrity and fine art photographer from California. Super excited about this one. I have some great guests lined up in the early part of this year. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can DM me on Instagram anytime. The link is in the show notes below. And don't forget to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. This helps my show reach more people who need to hear this message. Lastly, I'm so grateful to be here in this space with you. Thank you for listening, for sharing this podcast, and for leaving your reviews. Until next time.